Hello. This is me, Phoenix. It is the 9th of October. Checking in to say hi. It is pretty late into the night. And in the morning, I'm catching a flight to go on a meditation retreat. My first one. And it's very exciting, very freaky, fucking nervous. Um, and I can't sleep. So I figured I would, uh, do a meditation setting session and I wanted some company. So here we are. <laughs> So I think let's uh, just start again with uh, roughly 30 minute meditation and then we'll chat for a little bit afterwards and I'll be off. So Settle in, find yourself a comfortable position to sit or to lie down. It's perfectly viable to lie down. Um, it's less physical effort. And then the uh, but the effort then goes towards making sure you don't fall asleep. You can also stand if you're feeling particularly sleepy. It's whatever floats your boat. And I will float mine. Allowing the eyes to close. Finding yourself a good posture where the body can hang loosely around the spine. Relaxed but rigid. Take note of any tense areas in your body. 
During the inhale and then during the exhale, try to soften them. It helps sometimes to um, flex the muscles in a tense area for releasing, almost like you are releasing the, the pent-up energy of the day or of some past stressful occurrence. Then shifting the attention to the comings and goings of the breath. See if you can extend the out-breath as it is what calms the body and lets it know that there's nothing currently to worry about. The idea is to pay attention to the sensations that let you know that you are breathing. Such that breathing in, we can know I am breathing in. And breathing out, we can know I am breathing out. This simple set of instructions, although boring, provides a refuge for the attention to rest.
when the attention drifts off as it does looking for more interesting things than the breath we can understand this and to the best of our ability gently direct the attention back to the breath not excluding anything or trying to get rid of thoughts or feelings that are already there. Just a willful choice to direct the attention elsewhere. Back to the breath. I've begun to notice personally that 
as we practice directing the attention back to the breath. Our body begins to alert us of when it has wandered off. If we are looking for me personally, I have noticed that my eyes flicker behind their eyelids when I am caught in a thought. And the more that we practice noticing those details, the more that our body helps us and brings them to our attention so that we can guide our focus back to the breath.
again and again. We practice this skill. We cultivate this ability to choose where our attention goes. such that if we can focus our attention on something as simple and mundane as the breath, then we can choose throughout our day what we look at. What thoughts we focus on. And we can be comforted in knowing that afterwards we always return to the breath. If you feel like this is the most beneficial place for you to stay, you are welcome to continue focusing on the breath. However, we are invited to investigate 
much further than just this. After some practice has been developed, we can choose to bring our attention to the sensations of the body. The sensations of sound and smell. Taste, sight, and physical touch. We can look at these things with an investigative awareness. What parts of our bodies feel pleasant? What parts feel uncomfortable? Can we feel sensations that are neutral, that don't hurt, but they don't feel good either? If the position that you've chosen is too physically uncomfortable, you can change it. But if you are interested or feel like you can tolerate it, I invite you to look at that sensation. Acknowledge that discomfort. For me, my back hurts, my spine, is it? It usually does. 
during my meditations. Sometimes it's too much, but today it's okay. If there are a lot of unpleasant sensations, loud noises or bad smells or aches, I know that can be very frustrating and distracting. But I invite you anyways to observe it and know that a lot of our experiences may be uncomfortable. Perhaps if we can use that to practice softening up during those uncomfortable experiences. While up until now we've been taking our attention away from the mind, at this point we can direct our attention towards the mind, observing the 
stream of thoughts passing through us. Observing the nature of these thoughts. How they arise out of nothing. And fade into nothing. We don't create them. We don't destroy them either. Just observing thoughts going through the brain at this moment. For these last couple minutes, just allow your mind to do whatever it wants. Soften up. Breathe. Feel your body and watch your mind.
Taking your time, coming back. Try not to immediately shrug off whatever feelings you currently are experiencing. All right. I feel like each episode I've done, I've had less and less of a script and um, makes my brain freak the fuck out. But feel like that's a good thing. That was reaffirmed in one of my recent lessons, actually. Um, and that a lot of times having a sort of script when you are talking about meditation practice is um, not suggested oftentimes. Um, the uh, idea is that if you don't have a script, you are forced to speak from the heart. And since a lot of this practice deals with the heart, it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> Uncomfortable as it may be. This retreat that I'm going on is a silent retreat. It's eight days of um, <laughs> meeting all sorts of people uh, from the community that I've become a part of for the first time in person, these, these people I've never seen before. Um, and I have the gracious opportunity to spend eight days with them. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not allowed to fucking talk to any of them. <laughs> At least not like while it's in the session. Um, it's kind of funny.
I spoke before about my struggles with finding a good balance of teaching without clinging to it and it was suggested to me that I, that I, most people who do teach do so after five or so years of practice. Um, and I, um, this is not set up for me to be a teacher. Uh, so I kind of put myself in a weird purgatory with that where I want to teach, but I acknowledge that I am not a teacher. <laughs> and so I think the best path forward, uh, which may not change anything empirically, but as far as intentions go, is to reflect on my experience. Um, without the intention of educating anybody. So that uh, yeah, it remains a practice from the heart, something that I am doing to help myself and hopefully other people are helped by it, but uh, yeah, that can't be the, uh, the reason that I do it. So acknowledging that, I feel like that uh, I was almost expecting it to feel shittier. Um, but it doesn't. It's actually a huge relief. <laughs> um, because I, I think in a way I was trying to act and behave like myself five years from now, uh, today. And uh, 
that's just a huge pain in the ass, frankly. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have been caught doing that. You feel like you are um, you know, needing to perform like you are in the future, basically. Trying to bring the future into today. Uh, but yeah, it's very stressful. Because I just I don't have the tools for it. The tools are in a toolbox five years from now. <laughs> so it would make sense. Uh, <laughs> so it's easier to be me and it's easier to live here. than to be somebody in the future living in the future. So whether that's the right thing to do or whether I am lazy, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's both. I've also been thinking a lot lately about moving back to my hometown uh, as I've made the decision to do so um, in roughly about two months from now. It's a very interesting experience or idea. It brings up a lot of emotions. I have a very strong community there. A lot of people who are good people 
and who are dedicated to improving themselves are at least dedicated to loving themselves as much as they can, same as myself. I'm very grateful to know them and call them friends. There's also all uh, sorts of negative experiences that took place there. There's a lot of fear that I will slip into old habits. Um, there is fear that, or, or maybe not fear, but discomfort, uh, at the idea that, uh, some people living there, um, have not forgiven me for past actions that I've made. Some people who I worry that I haven't forgiven. There's a lot of very strong events that took place and you know, some days uh, it's easier than others to be empathetic and caring, but yeah, those are some of my worries and excitements. I am, it's weird to talk about what I've been up to because it feels egocentric, but that is kind of the, the crux of this, right? Like that's, I have to reflect on my experience. So maybe just noticing that apprehension to towards talking about myself. It's kind of like knowledge that I am often uh, caught up in my own um, sort of ego and narcissism, um, which is obviously not uh, what I want, but being terrified of that happening is also 
not a pleasant experience. So is there a sort of way to be proud of the things that I'm doing and excited without uh, without holding on to them, without uh, expecting other people to care about them. without valuing them more than what other people are up to. But going back, I, uh, have been living with less slowly, but consistently, um, just taking this sort of a constant inventory of my belongings and wondering what things are uh, necessary, what things I could live without, what things make me happy, what things are just there, what things are actually more of an inconvenience than anything. Um, just kind of like an exploration, I guess, of, of things like not, you know, sometimes it's this, this drive of like, oh, fucking, <laughs> I want to get rid of everything and just be a fucking monk in a monastery with a, a begging bowl and a set of robes and that's it. And like, so I'm like looking around my, my room for, a, you know, what could I, what could I live without? What, what needs to go? Um, that's not great but when it's what can go and like i think it's best when it feels like what would happen if i let go of this because sometimes it's you know not fun and sometimes it's like damn i really really wish I hadn't let go of that. Um, you know, now it's, it's kind of, I've made an inconvenience for myself and I've used this or would have, would have used this, but for the most part, I don't even really think about it, which is constantly surprising, but um, take, for example, I deleted Snapchat the other day. Um, it's kind of just 
I was observing a lot of, uh, you know, how it was making me feel because I, yeah, was just getting these bouts of uh, unpleasant feelings and uh, it seemed like a lot of them were coming from like, or, or just being associated with Snapchat, whether they were causing me to get on Snapchat or whether I was getting them from being on Snapchat or both. Uh, but anyways, I got rid of it and thought that was huge. Like I, I got rid of Facebook and that's whatever, because I wasn't really on Facebook. Um, but Snapchat was probably my main social media, uh, I guess, trap that I would get sucked into. And uh, so I love taking pictures, but I noticed like, I still just, I take pictures, but they're just for me now, like they're just off of my camera and I just don't post them. And I, the, the mind just like doesn't think about it anymore. That's strange. Um, I got rid of my desk. Um, just have like a little tiny one now. I downgraded my big lofty bed for a camping cot I've been sleeping on. That was big. I'm big on sleep. I'm a huge fucking sleeper. Uh, but still, it's very, it's tolerable. And it's easier to deal with now. This one's a lot lighter. I can pick it up and fucking take it with me if I need. Um, less stuff is less stuff to worry about. And this is all building up to uh, this attempt that I'm going to make at or that I am making in the process of uh, making of living in a van <laughs> like a true fucking hippie no but um yeah just a little not little, it's going to be, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. We're going to find out, but something like that. Where it's, you know, only what I really feel like I need. A year ago, I had a house full of shit. I guess more than a year ago, but. Yeah, and then it became an apartment full of shit, and then it became a, a room in an apartment full of shit. Uh, and 
I don't feel like it's torture. In fact, I, I think I feel uh, better about it. My, it's like everything I have now is more valuable. I appreciate it more because I, the other stuff has kind of been cleared away and it, it makes the, the site, um, makes it easier to see. It's not so cluttered in here. It's not so cluttered up in my head anymore. It's interesting, those things seem to be working parallel to each other. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of what I've been up to is just living with less and exploring it. Um, reflecting upon it. I tried living with more, it didn't really seem to uh, resolve anything. This almost seems to be better. I'm still not on the, the bus of throwing away all my shit. Um, that does seem to fill me with a lot of fear. But I think that's kind of what happens every time I let go of something, every time I sell like my desk or my chair or my bed or, um, when I decide um, not to buy uh, certain foods at the grocery store or whatever it is, there's like, there's a little bit of fear when I look at it. Cause my mind is like, well, what about, what if, what if you want it? What about all these different situations in which that would be useful to have? And, and it, you know, it starts to populate that, come up with, uh, scenarios in which that would be useful. Um, and so it does, it, it gets, uh, there's fear present, but it feels like a smaller, like a little piece of it, uh, a bite-sized piece of, of fear that I can actually work with. It's not overwhelming. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't fuck me up and cause me to freeze. It just 
Uh, it's like a pill to swallow or something. Um, some sort of uh, vitamin that is nourishing or however you want to look at it. But in these small doses, um, it's possible. And then look, as I look back, there's huge changes overall. But I, I think if I did that all at once, it would be staggering. Um, and when I think about doing Uh, you know, that amount with whatever is left, whether it's uh, emotional decisions or, or emotional baggage, I guess, or, or physical baggage, um, it's still, it's overwhelming and terrifying and there's not really a lot that gets done it just kind of like grinds the whole thing to a halt and I feel uncomfortable. And, and then I, you know, on top of that, the, um, taskmaster kind of comes in and says like, why are you being such a bitch? Just knock this out. Um, you know, like just, just do it. Stop being such a, Fucking scaredy cat. Um, and so that's just not productive, uh, much less like pleasant, doesn't feel good, but it's also not productive. So whether you look at it in terms of like you want to feel good or whether you want to get something done, the results is uh, the same for me, at least uh, that Thinking about a fear as a whole fear, it just doesn't work. It's too much for me. I'm kind of a wuss. But as a, a fear for the day, just your, you know, your one dose of discomfort for the day or for the week or whatever. Um, I can, I can live with that, with that deal. So those are my reflections. And I feel a lot better now. Um, I hope that some of that was interesting, but Either way, 
This has been nice. Much better than the scripts. I don't know what I was thinking about writing all these fucking scripts. So much work, too. It's like two fucking weeks of writing notes and condensing the notes down into these nuggets of wisdom and trying to uh, convey those as best as possible. It's exhausting. I like this better. Feels like we're just hanging out. So, with that, I'll leave you to it. Thanks for stopping by. As uh, the last thing, I would say that I. Any uh, any reflection that you have during this, or you know any any practice in meditation or, or awareness, any anything that uh, you felt like came from this for you that was helpful. Um, You know, just inviting you to reflect on the idea that that uh, spreads not only to yourself, but to everybody around you and everybody around them. And because of that, I deeply appreciate you stopping by. I hope that this uh, made your made your day a little bit brighter. No. <laughs> Okay. Peace out. Love you guys.